0: It's cool to see people take an idea and run with it, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the idea of running, I guess, is quite literally people doing the, which, like, whatever, you know, I'll watch it a little bit. My little sister runs, I'll watch it, and then I'll be like, alright, I know how this is gonna end. People are just gonna keep running until they stop, I, you know. But it's an industry, there's a, <coughs> sorry, there's a whole fucking industry based on it, and it's pretty interesting. Um, you know, other ideas that people take and run with me doing this podcast, not a great one, but, you know, here, here we go. Um, and then also, like, I'm just gonna say it, the entire, like, romance novel and soap opera industry is just based off of the, the, the idea that straight people have, that they can't fucking talk to each other. Um, and it's something. I don't know if it's a good something, but it's something. So let's talk about it today. Hi, my name is Mickey Soro. This is my podcast. What's mine is Ewer, spelled H-O-U-R-S, because for a boot and Ewer, I'm going to yell at you for, uh, no reason, really. You didn't do anything wrong. I'm not here to punish you. I'm just, I'm just here to, um, well, it's going to feel like a punishment. I feel like we're going to get a lot of masochists that like this podcast. Um, it's okay. Podcast, podcastists. Yeah, they works. Um, yeah, so, um, but I'm not yelling because I'm angry or nothing, I, well, I think I'm about to be, but, uh, I'm just yelling because it is, um, the speakers just don't work, like, super the best, but either way, we'll get through, it's only about an hour, right? How long is it? How long could it be? Um, hi, welcome, it's good to have you here, um, so... I don't uh I you know, I think I came in a little hot. I think I came in a little bit, um, you know, a little bit offensively. I think I might have said things I meant, but I should have said them a little not the way that I did. Straight people are great. You know what? I think straight people are cool. Um, do I understand their lifestyle? No. But um that is not my problem. You know what I mean? And um it's it's okay. I can mind my own business and they can mind theirs. Um, I'm by for people wondering, or pan, I use both terms, I usually just say bye, um, honestly a little bit because I like the color scheme better, but hey man, yeah, whatever, um, so, I also don't date, and I don't experience sexual attraction. so I really specifically, if you really, really want to know, I just, I, I, I have crushes on people of any gender from a distance, and that's it, And it's as far as will go. So I'm really not in a place to be criticizing straight people on what they do in their relationships. I'm also not in a place to say that this is like you know, exclusive to straight people. But I am in a place where I'm going to do at least one of those things. Um, so soap operas, right? Definitely, as a kid, I thought they were just shows about people taking a bath. They're not. Turns out, it's called pornography. Um, I'm going to assume there's bath time porn, and I don't want to know, uh, the specifics, but, um, you know, y- 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 you grow up with rubber duckies, right? And then when you're an adult with a rubber fetish, I mean, why not, why not get in a rubber duck suit, you know what I mean? Or not, I could be, I'm completely wrong. Um, like I said, I, I'm not in a place where I should criticize or even talk about other people's sexuality, but I'm going to, um, so, right, soap operas. The the entire crux watching a so like I've been watching a lot of soap operas because I work with people that really like soap operas. Um is part of my job. I'm a professional companion. Um so basically part of what I do is I go into people's homes and I'm a friend. And what do you do with your friends? Sometimes you guys watch TV together. So if we're watching a soap opera, I usually it's the other person sitting there incredibly invested and which is like great. I'm not gonna, I'm not here to, I'm not here to like shame people. But then it's also I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I hey, <laughs> hey. I think we uh I think I need to be a little bit less mean to movies and to shit media and that sort of thing because the pacing of a soap opera and the acting in a soap opera and the plot lines in a soap opera, it's like, okay, if this, you know, gets um like, you know, national broadcasting Maybe, you know, the next time I find some shit-fuck VHS tape in a thrift store, I can't be a jerk about it. I'm going to, but, uh, we'll always have to remember, whatever the hell they're doing, Days of Our Lives did it first. And that's what I was thinking about today, watching Days of Our Lives, actually. Um, not... (laughs) not on my own, but, uh, where like so many of their problems and I'm like new to the show. I know it's been running for like 30 fucking years and I've only been running for 25. So I'm literally never going to make up the list time, nor do I think I really need to, in order to understand what the hell is going on because the crux of the show is really, it's a bunch of straight people with some gay characters, which is cool. It's, it's progressive. I support it. Um, like having romantic feelings and relationships and then not feeling like they can talk to the person that they're having a romantic relationship with. And so a lot of the stuff is like, like they're, it's not exclusive to that show, it's any soap opera where like someone will overhear something. And, and they'll, they'll instantly like falsely interpret it as, oh, they're, they're cheating on me or, oh, this is the person that fucking like staved my former lover or like whatever. And so like, instead of being like, Hey man, did you stab my former lover? Or like, are you like cheating on me? Or would you like to see other people instead of like proposing a solution? Like, would you be down to break up or would you be down to take this open or like that sort of thing? They're just like, yep, I know what's going on and I hate you and I'm crying now actually. Um, I'm not gonna ask you about it. I'm just crying. I'm just crying openly, just crying on screen. I'm just crying. I'm not gonna talk to you. Not gonna ask questions. Are there questions that could be asked? Sure. But I am crying, okay? So, like, and it's like, I, you know, I get the, like, I'm a hollow, yucky person on the inside. I'm just a bunch of mush and, you know, but I'm not necessarily the mushiest Uh, so, like, you know, I'm not the, I'm not really a feelings type of guy, I'm a little more sensitive than I let on, but I also understand where I might not fully be able to come at this from an understanding of, like, maybe when you're in a relationship, like, and actually, I do know this firsthand, when you're in a relationship, it doesn't always feel like you can have those conversations. I think it's a little interesting, um, and I, it's just like, why don't, why don't you guys talk to each other? Why don't you guys talk to each other? You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, hey... I've showed you my pussy. Did you stab my dad? Like just th- something. Everyone, someone's always getting stabbed. Like you know, I feel like you can say that, right? I'll show you my pussy if you tell me if you stab my dad. Like I don't know. I maybe that's wrong. But why don't they talk to each other? Why don't they talk to each other? But so I was thinking about that today, and I was like, literally, why? Literally, and it's be it's probably because it allows the show. It like pays the running time. Where it's like, the more jump cuts to different scenes, happening concurrently, where there are people saying a lot of words but not saying anything, the longer the show can last for. So it's actually very clever writing, and that, like, if you need it to hit a certain running time in order to be, like, syndicated and shown on television stations with, like, commercial breaks and that sort of thing, it makes sense where you would write it very specifically the way where you know, there, there's always a jump cut to a commercial break or like a space where there could be a jump to a commercial break because there's seven different scenes happening with 20 different characters and they're all happening at the same time. And you're not going to fucking miss anything during the break because nobody's fucking saying anything. So it's actually very cleverly written and it's probably part of what allows the show or these types of shows to run for so long. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. But like, even you know, I I mean, I read romance novels, right? And, and they they could be a whole separate, um, uh, 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 and it probably will be a whole separate uh, uh episode of like my fascination with romance novels. It started from a place of not doing super. The best and good, like originally, I started reading romance novels in college. Um, where I was like, like meticulously trying to pick them apart and being like, I I was having a bad time. I was not like doing well. I'd hate something happen to me, and I was like, you know, I was trying to read them and be like, look, look how terrible of romance's sex is, and that sort of thing. Um, so that I could like justify my own feelings about like what had happened to me. Like, oh, it's all universally bad. So it's not that I experienced something super bad. It's that just like everything is universally bad. But it turns out a lot of times romance, unless they're like not written well, a lot of times romance novels are written in a way where it is supposed to let people feel safe, which I think is pretty cool. And it's kind of like a weird thing that I fell into where it's like it is a safe place to experience those feelings or to like Not voyeuristically, but to, like, see representation of people having those feelings. And also, obviously, the representation is not complete. Like, I would say the majority of romance novel characters are, like, white woman falls in love with white man. Both are straight. You know, both are, like, incredibly attractive. Both are cis. They sort of thing. Um, and and obviously it it could be a way more inclusive, um, um, industry. And I'm not saying that it couldn't be because obviously it could be there. There needs to be more people of color in romance. There needs to be more queer romance. There needs to be like, I don't think I've ever seen, like, I think I've only ever seen like disabled representation in romance. If it's like the guy is a cowboy that got shot and there's still like, he's still, he has like some fragments of like whatever in his belly. And she takes off his shirt and she's like, Oh, a bullet wound. Oh, okay, they, yep, yeah, because you do work with, like, a slight, okay, yep, got it, it, it's, like, it, there's never, like, a person in, like, a wheelchair, there's never, like, somebody that needs, like, um, like, uh, like, um, like, any sort of mobility thing, or, like, somebody that is, like, a, like, a a seeing-eye dog or something like that, I've never seen it, and I, I, it's probably out there, but it's not as represented as it should be in, in the romance novel, um, industry, I would say. But, um, I think there is also, um, part of why it should be more expanded, obviously, is because representation matters, and then also everybody deserves to have that sort of space that I've realized romance novels are kinda supposed to take up. I could also be reading it wrong, where I'm not understanding what the point of a romance novel is, but I think something that's very fascinating about it is that it does feel safe. They are kinda generic but it's, like, it's cool. Like, sometimes they go completely fucking out of left field, but sometimes it's, like, it's cool that it's that generic and that it follows that sort of rote thing, because, like, speaking as somebody that's not had the best experiences sexually, like, um, it is cool that, like, it won't veer there, you know what I mean? And even if they do, there's healing afterwards. It, like, creates that sort of, like, it's like a safe space to to navigate sexual and romantic love, and for some people to get their rocks off. I don't know. I could be misunderstanding. I I, but 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 something that I think um uh uh would also benefit. It, it's, it's also something that comes up in romance novels, where like there's usually right towards the end there has to be like a misunderstanding, right? And it's like why. <laughs> Like, why? Just talk to each other, and I get that the book wouldn't be as long, and the publishers would probably be like, hey, can you, like, put some more fucking words in this book? I get it, right? But, um, talk to each- just talk to each- it's always like, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't don't fucking know, it's just- the, the guy's, like, about to propose, and the woman's like, you see me as just a wrecker and he's like, no, I never told you. My wife died, you know? I didn't break up with her for you. Like, she is the most dead right now. It's like, I don't even know. Just fucking talk to each other. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, but, uh, you know, and I'm not saying that, like... I mean, especially when Taked on to, like... When it comes to like real world shit, nothing's it's cut not the show, but when it comes to like real world shit, nothing's ever that cut and dry. Like there are difficult conversations that need to be had. They are sanitized or warped for the sake of media. Because like, you know, when in like a romance novel, when a character tells their traumatic big story, usually immediately after they have sex, right? The like so I read one oh, I can't fucking remember the name of it. But I read one romance novel where it was like one of the things was like she was a small town, like, uh, the, the main character was a small town, like, uh, midwife. And so, but she was never, she moved from the big city to a small town after having like, a miscarriage or something like that, and her husband died, and she found out she couldn't have kids, and, um, she moved to a small town to escape from all that, and she falls in love with, like, the guy that runs the bar across the street from, like, her, like, clinic, right, and so I, I do remember there was, like, a scene, like, literally, there's a scene where she's sobbing in the rain, and just breaking down, crying, and she's like, listen, I hate my body, I cannot have kids, like, medically, <clears throat> excuse me, like, medically, like, I, it's all I've ever wanted, it's why I'm in this industry, it's why I'm a midwife, my husband died, like, he was fucking shot, like, it was, like, this very, like, surprisingly emotional scene, like, it got very cinematic for a book, right, and I wish I could remember the name of the book, and it'll hit me after I end the podcast, but then, like, immediately, the cowboy from across the bar, or from the bar across the street, brings her home, changes her clothes, and is like, I love you, and she's like, I am so horny right now, (laughs) like, and I think, like, straight up, there was a kidnapping plot in the book, and it's like, you guys don't want to talk through that some more, but, like, I mean, and also, I'm not here to, like, police how people process their trauma. Like, I'm sure with some people, they tell, like, a, a potential lover, like, hey, just so you know, heads up, um, it, it, shit's been going down. And they're like, I understand, and I think you're beautiful anyway. And then they're like, boing? Okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> suddenly, I'm so hard. Like, I don't know. I I don't know, man. I'm, I've i never felt it way, but I'm not here to say it doesn't happen. I'm just here to say... It's, you know, obviously, sometimes romance novels go for and, and soap operas and things of that sort go for kind of what maybe we would want or what some people would want. Because definitely and also I think this also extends to things like fan fiction, because I know a lot of people write like hurt and comfort fix. I don't know what that means. And I don't watch enough media that is like fan fiction worthy necessarily where they would make any sense to me. But, um, like, I know a lot of, like, you know, it's natural for many people to want to be comforted after, ex- you know, being hurt, and exposing the sort of wound, I can see in having those sort of conversations would hurt. I'm surprised that it consistently means getting dicked down, but, like, you know, I'm not gonna say I have and hate hurt comfort fantasies of my own, but for me, it's just, like, I get a hug, you know what I mean? and like, I get a hug, and, like, the, the, the feeling of touch doesn't make me, like, throw up, you know? But, hey, man, we all have different fantasies, and it would be so much easier if we could all communicate them and talk about them, and if talking was an easier thing to do. But I know that also in relationships, it's not. And even though I'm not a straight person, uh, I have do- definitely had that, um issue in relationships where, like, there's just no communicate. Well, okay, so... Whether or if not, whether or not I've dated for reals, for reals, kind of remains to be seen. You know what I mean? Uh, it very much depends on who you ask. Um, so uh, if you're asking me, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. I'm sorry, but uh, I I got nothing. I, I really should be the one to know, but I'm, I'm just not. So I like, um, but communicating in relationships or things that are perceived to be relationships is incredibly hard, but you need to have those conversations, and I think it's definitely very hard when you're young, and then it's also hard when you grow up, and it's like you've never seen, like, healthy communication portrayed, right? And I'm not gonna say I'm great, and I'm not gonna say I've I've always known all the time. I'm saying as an adult, I am probably a lot more blunt than, um most other people would be, uh, so, like, when I see, you know, when I, as an adult, see, like, a character on television, or, like, um, you know, in a book, or in real life, well, those are called people, uh, fucking around and not communicating all the way, I'm just kind of like, why not, and I think it's because I'm kind of blunt, I'm blunt because I can get away with it, because I have very specifically, like, a comedy voice, so, I would say I'm the straight man majority of the time even though I'm bisexual. But um the 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 thing is they like um I can be blunt with people and they won't realize it because very specifically it sounds like like a rejected family guy character is trying to have a serious conversation with them. It sounds like I'm doing a bit So, I get a lot of answers because I can ace the questions because people don't feel threatened by it because nobody takes me seriously because of the way I sound. And I understand where they would be very difficult for other people. I haven't always been able to do that though, because sometimes it is very, I mean, I've always sounded like this, but I haven't always been able to, I haven't always known that I've been able to do that. So, because sometimes it is like embarrassing to have any sort of like that sort of conversation. Like, I remember so one time in band camp, not to bring it there. But um, I went to jazz band camp, I think like middle school or high school, like early high school. Pro- I think was, I think it was probably like eighth grade going into ninth. And so I played tenor sax at the time, right? I'm a, I was a saxophonist, but like I was a saxophony because I wasn't very good. And there was this one creepy kid that um, he was like really, he, he specifically said, I love a, a lady that plays a larger sax than I do. He played alto. Okay. And I was like, "That's stupid. And, um, he asked me if I would date him and I said, no. And he was like, oh, okay. But so we're dating now. And I was like, no, but I don't think I said it very, um, like whatever. Like I gave him his phone number, my phone number and whatever. And then like, I was like, I was at my friend's house. Cause we went to, we went to GSB and camp together and she plays the violin. And so, like, she was already kind of like, why did you drag me here? And I'm like, I don't know, but obviously I need a bodyguard, so it's going to have to be you. Um, You watch Creepin' I videos on YouTube. Fucking, you help, you fix it. (laughs) So I'm like, I remember, I went home, and we're, like, trying to figure out how to get me out of this. And I was like, oh, what if I just told him I forgot I had a boyfriend? And she's like, well, Mickey, you know, it's kind of like, most people, that doesn't happen to people. And I was like, no, but I'm kind of stupid and I can make that happen. So I texted him and I was like, yeah, well, first I texted um a friend of mine who I, I did genuinely have a crush on at the time. And I was like, would you like to pretend to be my boyfriend? And he's like, OK, I mean, sure. And I was like, OK, great. Just in case. And like, we'll change your name and shit. I'm just going to need someone that I can be like, oh, texting my boyfriend and, you know. We're calling my boyfriend. He's someone on the other end of the phone. He's like, "Yeah, all right." And I was like, "This is good." And in no way am I involving too many people in this. And in no way is it going south. And so I, I text the the guy, the 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 is from GS band Camp, and I was like, "Hey, look, I literally forgot that I'm dating somebody. Cause like, I think I think our relationship's just natural. You know what I It feels like I'm with my best friend all the time." But uh, we're actually in a romantic relationship. I just like completely forgot, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, understandable. I mean, I kind of, you know, you're the only chick here that plays like a larger instrument than mine, and I'm, you know, I think that's kind of hot." But um, yeah, no, understand. You did kind of come across as a little bit not grounded in reality, so um, I can see, I can see where you specifically would forget that you had a boyfriend, and I was like, "Thank you, thank you for understanding. That's been real. All right, bye." So yeah you know, I, could I have handled it better? No, I think they went flawlessly considering what it was. And, uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. They went terribly. And I, I, he should have taken no for an answer, but also I should have been like, no, but I mean it for real and a lot, you know what I mean? Um, but you know, I would like to thank everyone that helped me with it. Shout out to all my friends that, uh, you know, helped me with it, Shout out to people that tried to talk me out of it because it was a stupid fucking way to solve it problem. Um, I didn't listen, but, you know, I mean, I listened, I just didn't interpret. And I think that's it's, it's important that I was there to teach everyone else the difference because I can hear you sometimes and I can listen always, but whether or not I choose to do or even interpret and internalize what the hell you're saying to me, usually, usually not going to be honest. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, looking back at it, it's like, well, well, come on. <laughs> why didn't I do the right thing? Um, but hey, man, it worked out in the end because the fucking kid, I don't think he's thought about me in probably a decade. Good. Uh, I didn't even remember that until I was like going to do this episode. And I was like, why don't people talk to their partners? But like, so that's like a weird not to say they like I'm blameless in the but like there was a very weird like one-off weird stupid fucking story and honestly i think i just wanted to like pretend to ask my friend dude because i like you know i didn't understand the extent of like you know i i didn't understand the extent of like it's okay to hate feelings for people and not want to act on them so i was like well also this kills two birds with one stone because then i can pretend that i've it on them and it acknowledges the feelings um, the, the the fact that I sucked s- so much Ace, not literally, is, like, a person growing up, like, r- romantically speaking, I guess, or, like, just crushes-wise, um, they could be its own episode. Um, because, like, I was just not there I was not all the way there and I'm like you know first of all the standard of all the way there is kind of like fucked up anyway but the second of all I'm still not all the way there from the vantage point which is dumb as shit anyway and I think that it's okay and I I think it would have been okay if I had known sooner and they would have saved me from literally every embarrassment ever except for not really um so I also uh wouldn't have had nearly as many panic attacks and in high school and middle school but you know that's neither here nor there Um, so, yeah, it's difficult to talk to people, but also, at the same time, why don't they? So, like, look, what's up with, what, it really, it really is, I'm not gonna say it's specifically a straight person problem, but if the time it's, like, a straight person problem, you know what I mean? Because it's so normalized to not like your spouse, or to not like your partner, and to not want to clue them in, and be like, babe... I actually really do not like you. And I think obviously, obviously don't say it that way. But um, like, you know, it's so normalized to be like, I fucking hate my wife and I wish I wasn't married. And it's like, then don't be, dude. It's a conversation you could have had while dating. Like, I don't really think this is for us. I'm not going to pull up the question. I'm actually going to pull up a different question. Will you leave me alone? And she can go, yep. And then it's the end. And yeah, you might break her heart, but like, it, it, it's better to break someone's heart. I, I hate inflicting any sort of damage on people, which I think is probably also why I was so hesitant to break up with the kid, a jazz band camp, where I was like, I gotta find a way out of this, where it's like, I'm still the bad guy, but it will hurt less because of how overwhelmingly stupid it is. Um, But like, you know, I, I, I wouldn't want to break someone's heart, but at the same time, it's it's a little bit like, I think it's a lot... It's less cruel in the shorter term to break it off with someone that you don't really like before getting married to them and having a lifetime with them when it's like you both could... You both deserve to find somebody that you, like, like being with. I see this a lot on Reddit, so let's see. What's the subreddit that they usually are? Are the straight... Okay, whoops. Well, it would help if I spelled it right. Um... Like even the tagline for the for the subreddit is someone holding these poor, poor souls hostage and forcing them to be together. Literally, it's it's their whole fucking thing where they're just like, yep, y- y- there it is. Um, let's see. I think there's even. Um, oh, this could be a whole separate episode, honestly. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, why don't they why don't they like each other? Why don't these people like each other? What's wrong with people? Um, But it's just, you know. Oh, man. Whoa, I'm just like scrolling through this. Sorry, I'm just like trying to find. Because there's a lot going on. Um, It's, um, you know, there's a lot going on with them. Uh, But. uh... Oh, what's wrong with these people? Wife unaware, the movie will answer all her questions if she just pays attention. But, 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 but here's the thing. Sometimes movies are written so poorly where they, where they don't. So, like, ask the questions. It's okay. It's not going to be answered. But at least the people that you're watching with know that you have, like, a shred of intelligence in you if you at least ask. Because, like, when you're looking back on the movie and you're like, what the fuck did we just watch? They was dumb as shit. You can be like, but, hey you a stole the right questions. You knew what's up. You could have written this, but like better. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Um, there's even a whole tag on the subreddit. It's just partner bait because it's like their whole fucking thing. Like, um, I, you know, um, I mean, like, look at this. So th- this one says, why do women live a better, longer and peaceful life is compared to men? A very intelligent student replied, because women don't have a wife. First of all, lesbianism. Second of all, bisexuality. Third of all, you're wrong. Um, Or like, what's this one? Uh, this one's a cartoon of a judge and two people. The judge is looking at, I'm assuming one's a lawyer and one's the defendant defendant or whatever and the judge is saying thank you madam, but it's a parking ticket the prosecution doesn't need you to testify against your husband um because they don't like each other you know what it means you know what it is you know it's like i don't why don't they just why 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 you just talk to each other dude Oh, why don't, why don't we just talk to each other? Why your par- Why is your partner bad? Why don't you like your part? What the hell is this? This is a short that says eight reasons why a cucumber is better than a man. It doesn't leave a wet spot. No, but there's juice inside of a cucumber, right? They're like mostly water. It's always hard. Okay, you don't have to body shame people for having like ED. You know what I mean? It's fucked up. You can't get AIDS from a cucumber. It is technically, why'd you jump straight to AIDS? You know what I mean? There were so many other STIs you could have mentioned before. They... Well, first of all, you get HIV. It turns into AIDS, um, depending. Um, also, uh, this must be an old shirt. <laughs> wow. They, they, they It's always hard and you can't get AIDS from it. Holy shit. You can pick your size. Okay. Size doesn't matter. A cucumber doesn't mind if you eat several cucumbers in one night. I think you'll die. I think if you eat too many cucumbers, won't you, like, fucking drown from the inside? Because, like, like I said, aren't they mostly water? You can keep a cucumber in the refrigerator. And I'm just going to say you can also keep a person in the refrigerator. It happens. It shouldn't, but it happens. A cucumber can't a suit. I don't know if it's referring to during sex. Or, like, just generally. Either way, don't really be a dick about it. Like, if someone paces out fucking during sex, obviously stop. And be like, hey, what's up? Also, if someone paces out during whenever, obviously stop. And be like, hey, what's up? Don't be fucking annoyed at them. It's fucked up. And then uh, you can share a cucumber with your friends. You can also share your partner with your friends, even though that's not really the way to think about it, uh, if you're down for an open relationship just saying um, which doctor says he caught wife dumping Drano in his drink after he rigged the kitchen with cameras that's bad right someone says oh boo-hoo your wife is slowly killing you that's called marriage because wife bad wife is bad for killing him wife is not bad for being wife wife is just bad for killing don't kill people what's up with people these days? Uh, let's see. (laughs) Oh, no. The devil shows up in church and everyone runs out, but an old man. The devil says, why don't you run? Aren't you afraid of me? And the old man says, nope, I married your sister. Ouch. I think the sister of the devil would probably be pretty cool. I think also, wouldn't they be like... It should be like a succubus or something. Isn't it the whole anyone ever wants is just like a sex demon? People think I'm a sex demon. I'm bright red, at least hair-wise, and I'm shaped like a fucking pear. People are like, ooh, sex demon, and I'm like, uh I'll fuck you up, but not like that. Um, so, yeah. Oh, well. Mm, what's up with these people? Let's see what else they got. Oh, my wife and I have the cutest nicknames for each other. She's my buttercup, and I'm her useless sake of shit. Just don't be married! Like, obviously, like, that's, like, verbal abuse, and obviously it's not the person's fault, like, the person on the receiving end, but, like, it sounds like the wife really should not be married to a person. You have the option to not be married to a person. You have an option to talk to somebody and say, no, don't want to be married to a person. Like, so this is what I was originally planning on doing for this episode— what if I just Google how do I tell my This is cute. Actually, so so the first ones that come up, how do I tell my dog I love him? How do I tell my kid I love him? That's important. How do I tell my crush I like him? That's cute. Um then 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 you get shit where it's like compliment him, subtle touch, you know, give a personal touch to your conversation. What does that mean? All my conversations have a personal touch. What does it mean, dude? Always respond to his texts on time. This is an article from Seventeen. How how, how to tell your crush you like them without making things weird. I think it's important. I think there is definitely a boundary between, like, being direct and making things weird. And try not to veer into making things weird. Like, you know when, like, you get the Sorry, I hit the wrong button. You know when you, like, see those, like, um uh, uh, like, uh, um, what the fuck am I trying to say? Those, those pictures on, um, like Twitter or like whatever, like the screenshots. And it's like, um, people being like, like screenshots of DMs that people get where people just immediately slide in and make it weird. Don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, don't immediately go to like, you know, full, like, I don't know, Madonna whore complex about it or whatever. You know what I mean? Who, who, who fucking knows? But, like, you know, it's okay to be like, hey, you want to go on a date? Like, you know, just something like, especially since, like, I'm guessing because it's an article from 17, I'm guessing that this is aimed at, like, younger people. And it's like, we don't need to, life is already so fucking embarrassing when you're 17. Because, you know, you might be the dancing queen. Or, you know, you might be, you know, just like the white-winged dove sings a song just like she's singing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You know what I mean? Fucking, um, or, you know, you could be on the edge of 17 and far from in between, even though what the hell is Kid Rock saying in that song? Um, I know he's singing Sweet Homie Alabama all night long, but, uh, over the trick to Werewolves of London, but it's a whole other thing. Um... But it's, like, life is already so fucking hard. Like, because I don't- I don't have- I didn't have those compulsions. I don't have those- those feelings. I don't have the desire to date things. And already being a teenager was hard. You know, you, fucking your body's changing, covered in zits. Like, I still have, like, adult acne. Like, dates fucked up. And then, like, you know, like, it, 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 you know, it's just, like, it was already hard. You know, you gotta find yourself. You gotta do homework. You gotta, like- There's all these dances you don't really want to go to, but if your mom doesn't have, like, a single picture of you in a prom gown proving that you are actually born female, like, she'll fucking, like, flip a shit. Like, I don't know, just, like, (laughs) shit's hard. And then on top of it, you have websites being, like, "play hard to get, you know? Or, like, subtle touch, a brush of the fingertips. And it's like, dude... I was brushing my fingertips all over my face this morning trying to pop my pop my fucking zits without leaving a fucking scar. Like, you know, I can I can I can do like the the pick a color, pick a number. Oop, it says I like you. Or I can just be like, "Hey man, want to go down to like the the malt store and have a soda pop?" I don't know. Um, I'm from a small town. We didn't have a malt store. I think a date in my town would be like, do you want to go to CVS together? And then if the guy says no, you have to be like, I'm sorry, you're right. You must be a right Aid type. I don't know how I overlooked the aid. I'm sorry. Um, so w- w- whatever, man. Um, but yeah, I, but you know, you know, you know how it is. Um, but I don't know. It's just like, everything would just be so much better if people could be more blunt. Not, not everything. Not everything. I don't mean to like the date. But like just talk to your partner. But I, I don't know. I think. I, but I think it is cute to want to put a little personal touch on it. But it's like you know, I, I think it should be okay to just be like, hey man, I like you. You know what I mean? Um, you know, instead of dropping hints. You know, because then it's stressful. Like the first, the first thing anybody ever says is like, drop hints. And it's like, unless you're like specifically very good at like dropping hints, it's stressful because it's like, what if I drop too big of a hint? You know what I mean? But I'm. I maybe I maybe I'm wrong. But let's see. What happens if I look at how do I tell my boyfriend I love him? I'm pregnant. I want to get married. I want to break up. I cheated on him. Oh, jeez, What happens when I? What happens when I? Uh, uh there. Oh, well, yeah. Vice looks like they have a pretty decent article on it. Be direct and tell him that you've cheated. Okay. But well, wait. Hold on. This is something else that I'm gonna say that's gonna make everybody that doesn't have the same experience that I do, which is like 99% of the population, think I'm a deeply broken person. I have never understood cheating. Okay. I know that sounds bad. I know that sounds bad. But like, so like, this is another like soap opera thing where it's like I don't understand why people don't just fucking communicate. Where, um, like you know, you know when it's always like a big plot point where it's like I love you, but I slept with your sister, I couldn't say no. Like, that sort of thing. Why couldn't you? You know what I mean? Like, if she's pressuring you, that's not... Or if anyone's pressuring you and you you feel like you can't say no, right? And you, usually they don't mean it in the context. And I don't mean to victim blame or anything. But, like, genuinely, when someone genuinely doesn't let you say no, it's assault. It's straight-up rape, right? So, and it's not cool. Like, being coerced is, being coerced is not sex. It's assault. It's violence against your body, and the person's fucked up. And so, um, but I think usually when they use the, when they use the, oh, I couldn't say no, or that sort of thing, and, like, they're, like, they're, like, you know, like, the pull from my body towards hers, I just couldn't resist. It's, like, she's just so sexy, I just couldn't help myself. And it's, like, why couldn't you? You know what I mean? Go jerk off at home. Like, unless, like, your partner is cool with it, and it's like, yeah, hey, you can just leave my sister, I don't fucking give a shit. Like, I've never understood where people, like, I just, and, and maybe it's because I just don't have those emotions, but I've never understood where people are like, yeah, I cheated on you, my body wouldn't let me not cheat on you. Like, why not? You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I don't know, is like, do people have the same compulsion to, like, have sex with people the way that I experience, like, I don't know needing to take a piss like I don't know. like you know when you really need to go to the bathroom you're like, all right, gotta go right now. is it like the same thing with for like people they like think of the world in this way where they see like a hot person and they're like, I actually because you know like how you might piss yourself Is it one of those things where it's like anytime I go in public and there's a hot person there, I might have sex with them, you know it's uh, because you know like when you sneeze and you piss yourself, it's kind of the same thing. They lock eyes with a with a beautiful babe and they're like, oh shit. I'm pissing myself into her. That's not right. Um, I just, I never, I never understood it. And then also like on, you know, the flip side, I've also never understood. I understand like people like technically I understand. Technically I do understand people on the receiving end listening to the information that their partner has cheated on them being upset. It's totally an upsetting thing. I just, I have this weird thing where I know I wouldn't be upset. And I've seen that. I'm not 100% alone in not understanding this, but at the same time, I think I like mentioned it on TikTok once, and somebody was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yeah, yep, woo." Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like I just wouldn't. Um, like, if I was in a relationship, first of all, if I was is an adult in a relationship, I would be a train wreck. And I think that's why I would be comfortable with them cheating on me, because like even just thinking about being in like a romantic relationship like makes my body feel weird, not in a sexy way. Like if I sometimes all I do it, all I think it, because like you know, I you know I I I I don't understand relationships super a lot. Because I don't have a desire to be in one. So, um, like, I'll think about it sometimes. And, you know, I'll see other people. I'll see, like, a couple walking down the street. I'm like, that's okay. But then I, like, think about it for a little too long. And it's like, it, 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 I just, I start to feel, like, clammy. I start to feel, like, like, my hands are, like, shaking, like, a little bit. And, like, I've been, like, a little nauseous. And I'm like, all right, I don't think it's for me. Because even when I've been in, like, the pretend relationships or relationships that are kind of questionable, depends on who you ask uh, whether or not it was a real relationship or not, like, even then, I was, I was a nervous wreck, like, even before all the shit that happened to me, happened to me, I was still kind of, like, not wired to do that, but also, at the same time, I didn't understand that you could be not wired to do that, you know what I mean, so, um, you know, I would be, like, laying there and trying to, like, let a partner, like, you know, touch me, and I'd be, like, I don't, I don't feel so good, I don't, feel, I don't feel good at all, I need, I need to leave, like, that sort of thing. I was, uh, v- vaguely kind of dating somebody in high school, um, and, like, you know, I, 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 I didn't, I wouldn't let him touch me, it, which is, like, fair. It's a boundary that I get to have, but, like, it's a boundary that anybody gets to have, but at the same time, I, like, couldn't do it. Like, I, the, the thought of it just made me so anxious. They're like, the only way that I could, like, relax was I, he'd, like, i think like soul vodka from like his day i was like all right you can touch the boob but i'm gonna need like two shots so like you know and it's not right and no one should have to do whatever but um you know what i mean it's it's like i have that much of a just a visceral reaction to to being in like a relationship or thinking about being in a relationship or doing relationship adjacent things that i think if i wasn't one i would be so fucking high stress all the goddamn time (laughs) if my partner came home one day and was just covered in like lipstick and was like, yep, yep. I'm cheating on you so much. Actually with twins, I'd be like, thank God. I think I would convert to Christianity just to thank God. I just, I mean, I would just, I would be like, it would be, I can picture how relieving that would be for me. And I know that it's not right. And I know that people shouldn't use that as justification for cheating because the majority of people are not going to have that reaction. But at the same time, it's like, I know that, like, I'm on the outside, but I just can't get around how on the outside I am. Like, I know that for other people, it's like relationships, monogamous relationships, obviously, that's a closed boundary. And you want to keep that boundary closed, obviously, because it's the parameters of your relationship. If somebody goes outside of the parameter, that's going to make you feel horrible. They've, they've violated your boundaries. And then, yeah, you know, I've read a lot of things by, you know, by people that have been cheated on. And they're like, what do they have that I don't? Like, it makes them feel beat about, like, their bodies, or their performance, or, like, you know, something like that. Like, did you not want kids? We have so many kids together. You know what I mean? That sort of thing. And it's a terrible thing to cheat on another person, but at the same time, even just thinking, and I know I'm wrong, but even just thinking of someone cheating on me and telling me, like, I can, like, I I can, like, feel a knot in my stomach release. Like, it's not, it's not normal, but... <laughs> <laughs> or I'm just like, oh, and now I can, like, eat, and my hands are stop shaking, and, like, this is great, and it's like, I know that I shouldn't, I wouldn't, and that's why I don't date, because I know that I'd have that reaction, and they, my partner would probably be like, what the fuck, I could have murdered somebody, and you would have been okay with it, it's like, no, 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 don't cross that boundary, don't try that, I'm just happy you're sleeping with the neighbors, okay, because um, I don't, it means I don't have to sleep with you anymore, thank fucking god, um, but also, talk about it, See, that's I think that's also why I'm so pro talking about it in relationships. Not that like I'm explaining any of this good, but like I'm pro talking about it in relationships because that's what saves my ass from being in a relationship. You know what I mean? The fact that like that's the only way that I can get any shit done. You know what I mean? Like I have to communicate to people that I don't do that. And they, th- those are some very specific boundaries for me. And I, I hate it. I hate having to talk to people and I hate having to communicate it to people, you know, but like, you know, I, we're living in a world where I constantly have to do that. And so like, I want every, and it's like weird. And I've had to like teach myself how to do it. And like, I don't like doing it. I don't do it with like the most precision when it comes to people violating like romantic or physical boundaries or that sort of thing, like, when, you know, in in a club, it's taken me forever, it's taken me years, like, in a club, if somebody gets too close to me, for me to be like, don't, okay, I'm not here for that, I'm literally just here because they serve PBR, like, you know, it's taken years to get there, literal years, and so, like, I don't want other people to have to go through, like, the trial and error of learning to talk to to uh, about, like have serious like boundary related conversations in relationships or even just like was bisexual or romantic account encounters, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I want people to feel, I want people to know that they can do that. But at the same time, how do we get the message across? Because I'm a comedy podcaster and then I'm bi, so no one's going to fucking listen to me. And then so, because like, you know, it's, it's I'm by, and then I don't sleep with anybody. So there there's the joke that people do online where they're like by yourself. And it's like, okay, you can't see me, but I'm flipping you off with two hands. Um, but, uh, and then the, the the, the 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 big thing that's going around is people hating their partners and i'm wanting to talk to them so i don't fucking get it so they how do i tell my boyfriend i cheated and then i accidentally clicked how do i register to vote which is completely unrelated how do i tell my husband let's see what he i want a divorce I, you know, I'm going to, okay, so obviously these things do depend, like, situationally on relationships, and I'm not just saying that because it's, it's presumably wife talking to husband, like, in any situation, like, you know, I, I think there's there's definitely nuance that maybe I, I definitely haven't expressed fully um, in any of this, where it's like, you know, it depends, it does depend, where it's like, um, like, how do I tell a partner I want a divorce from them? I think it's very difficult depending on why you know obviously if you're searching for a divorce and it's because it's a, it's an abusive relationship regardless of the the genders involved or who's abusing who well obviously like that is a completely different world than like starting the conversation with a partner that you know you'll have an amicable split with you know what i mean and also i've never been through a divorce i've never been married so i don't want to like you know be the guy that's like it's so easy because it's literally not but, at the same time, it's like you know I, I there is there is nuance to it, you know what I mean, um, so I just thought I'd throw the eight one in there. uh, I also spelled husband wrong, so there's the eight. how do I tell my husband he needs to lose weight? Don't we've been over this men have body image issues too. everybody shut the fuck up. uh, how do I tell my husband I'm depressed? See then what I understand being like a question where it's like how do you tell anybody you're depressed you know what i mean like again i'm more of a blunt person and a lot of my comedy comes from the fact that like i am not mentally the best <laughs> you know what i mean like a lot of my comedy is based in like ptsd the way i speak is related to uh mental health concerns that i have that sort of thing so um oops you know so like i'm definitely a more open book than most but i totally understand that being like a genuine concern where it's like how do i express that i have depression or any other sort of mental illness to somebody they want to understand why are so many of these coming up relatable i guess people are better than i thought right how do i tell my husband i have herpes again i'm gonna i'm just gonna say it a lot like you know the depression conversation it is something that should be less stigmatized you know what i mean you should be able to tell your partner hey i'm not feeling so good and you know that could be mentally or they could be a side effect of an sti or something like that you know what i mean and like also it should be less stigmatized to find out about a partner's history like i've only had sex once but i was definitely like i'm clean you know what i mean so um and then you know got tested again still clean so if i ever do it again clean but um i'm not going to ever do that again <laughs> uh, maybe you never know i never know um i'd like to know I-, I i'd like certainty but like i don't know how to open up you know that kind of dialogue where it's like, I don't know how I don't know how to make the world a more open place where it's like we are able to destigmatize like talking about mental health and relationships and that sort of thing. Like I see or like talking about physical health and relationships and that sort of thing. Like I see a lot of like posts on like Reddit and like forums and stuff from people that are like, you know, how do I explain my eating disorder to a partner? Or like and unfortunately, a lot of times I do see it from people that are in partnerships where the partner is not going to understand and like is being a jerk. And I think it's fucked up. And so like if you're going to be a dingus, don't fucking date a person with an eating disorder if you're going to be a fucking dingus about it. You know what I mean? Um, Like people, you know, recovery is difficult and being sick is difficult. And so like let people fucking it's already difficult enough. You don't need to be a jerk on top of it. Or like I'll I'll see posts where people are like, how do I like explain to the partner like self-harm? That sort of thing. So um, you know, it 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 it's it's a difficult it's already difficult conversations to have because they're so deeply personal, right? And also same thing I would say with STIs. STIs are something very personal. Like, you know, if you're somebody living with HIV or if you're somebody that has herpes or something like that, it's, it's definitely something that's very personal. Um, They're transmitted primarily sexually, so already it's kind of personal. And then there's also a stigma attached to them where it's like if you're somebody that's not like, you know, if you're somebody that has an STI, there's a stigma attached to they, where people are like, ew, yucky. And it's like, you don't fucking know this person's story. And then like, you know, who else are we going to call yucky? Like, am I yucky because I've had COVID twice? Or, you know, some is somebody else yucky because they have like the common cold or something like that? You know what I mean? It's just it's the taboo of it being sexually transmitted, especially ones that people associate with the, the queer community specifically, even though HIV and AIDS aren't specific to gay people, people think it's like a super, super yucky. Because like it's you know like there's the stigma and it was you know when it people discovered it it was referred to as like the gay disease and these sort of thing so I I'm not explaining any of this good but I think that there should be less of like a stigma in discussing these things and like you know it does kind of hurt to see like you know not like ouch me but you know like it it, it does kind of hurt to see people like reaching out to Google and reaching out on like forums for this information. Because, like, they're scared. They're like, I don't know how to tell my partner that I have, like, self-harm scars. You know what I mean? Or I, I don't know how to tell my partner that, like, I have HIV. Something something along those lines. It is, it is like, it, it, there should be more of a dialogue. This is what sex ed should be about. You know what I mean? There should be, like, more resources and that sort of thing. Like, you know, there, there should be more. I don't know. I don't know what to explain. I don't know the exact like way to fix it, but it's kind of like, Oh man, I'm sorry. You're going through that. You know what I mean? Like it's already difficult enough on top of it. And now it's like, I feel like I can't talk to anybody. It sucks. It's fucked up, man. Let's see. How do this is becoming a way more serious episode than I was expecting it to be. How do I tell my girlfriend? Let's see what's going on here. How do I tell my girlfriend I have erectile dysfunction? Same thing. Like, I, it's another thing where it's like, it's unfortunately stigmatized. People use it to body shame people. Like a lot of times they'll see people like body shame people and be like, you can't get it up. And it's like, whatever, man, just like let people have fucking different bodies. Like, you know, why shame people for something they probably already don't feel super great about? Um, so I it's another conversation that I don't think. Should be stigmatized. How do I tell my girlfriend to lose weight? Stigmatize that one. Shut the fuck up about other people's bodies. Um, how do I tell my girlfriend how much I love her? That's sweet. How do I tell my girlfriend she has bad breath? Ugh. See, that's a difficult one. Um, so I I can see that it's it's an, an embarrassing one. I I I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to tell. I know I said I'm blunt, but I I would feel so bad telling somebody that anything about them is like you know. Also, I'm going to be honest, I hate, like I said I have had covid twice. If somebody does have b- bad breath, I'm not gonna know. You know what I mean? Like I'm just straight up not gonna know <laughs> cuz like I do not smell or taste as accurately as I could before. So like if somebody like uh you know, I brush my teeth and shit, but like you know, and I use mouthwash, but I don't know, man. This is actually Turning it into a theater episode than I thought. But you see, this is kind of the thing where it's like, um, like, um, I don't know. Uh, it's just kind of like, I, you know, there, it's difficult to talk to anybody, like, honestly, baseline. And, like, some of these conversations are unfairly made difficult, like I was saying because of, like, society, where it's, like, you know, STIs are stigmatized, so it is unfairly made incredibly difficult to have the important conversation with a partner, or, like, you know, stuff like that, but at the same time, it's, like, you know what we could do is not make the easier conversations any difficult, right, like, you don't have to play hard to get, you don't have to, you don't have to intentionally, like, play mind games, you don't have to jump to conclusions in a relationship. And they, you know, I mean, would they cut down on the time of soap operas? Absolutely. There would be a lot, they would be shorter and, you know, they wouldn't be fun. It would be not days of our lives, but just like hours of our lives, you know, and just like this. Um, so this yeah, but this turned a lot more dark sided than I thought it would be. I'm sorry about that, but I, I think it is an important thing to talk about. I know that I did not handle this completely well. And you know, I I will definitely try to get better and like think more about the topic, especially since I well should, first of all. But also I did mention I think at some point I will do more of an episode. On romance novels because some of them I have read and I'm like what the fuck is happening and then also there's that guy that like famously writes romance novels about dinosaurs and you know I does it count as bestiality if they're not animals anymore you know what I mean also some people don't even believe in dinosaurs so is it monster fucking who knows but I believe in dinosaurs they're obviously real so whatever um, but yeah I mean you know I i think i've accidentally made this more of a problem than it needs or like gone too far into it like further into it than it needs to be because first of all like conversations in general and this is something i also think about even outside of the context of romantic relationships conversation not to like get on my high horse because again i said that i'm blunt but it's because i know i can get away with it because i'm hiding behind a sheen of like stupidity you know what i mean i wish i didn't have to In a lot of cases, I wish it was easier to just be like, hey, man, whatever. But, you know, I'm a funny guy, so I got to keep funny. I I think I think about this a lot in, in, in terms outside of romantic relationships as well, where it's like if there was less stigma and people could talk to each other more about things that maybe aren't necessarily the funniest or like things that maybe are more personal and maybe have more of a, like, negative con- connotation, like, for them personally, like, have more negative feelings surrounded by it, or that sort of thing. Like, I think about it all the time. Like, why isn't data allowed? Like, I don't know how to fix it, but, like, why isn't data allowed? Like, I, you know, I, I think about it all the time with, like, especially, like, is somebody that's, like, some kind of a guy, but um, not, like, traditional, traditional a guy. Like, I'm not a super masculine guy, first of all, and then also I have a vagina, so that's a whole thing happening to me. Um whatever, man. Um, but like, you know, I think about it all the time where it's like, I just I wish people were allowed to have conversations with each other. Like, even just like platonically, or just as friends. Like, I wish it was less stigmatized for like men to reach out to other men for like help with mental health. They're like that sort of thing. Like I've mentioned a couple times in this episode, it's not uncommon for men to have body image issues. You know what I mean? It's not uncommon for men to have like eating disorders or like concerns about like their bodies when it comes to like performance or that sort of thing like erectile dysfunction that sort of thing i wish it was i think about it a lot where it's like every so often i will like hear men having the conversation and i just think about like like i the men i know in my life would never would never and it's like not good because like i'm sure everybody's holding some shit in and it's like if they were if it was less stigmatized to talk about these sort of things to just like have a conversation you know what I mean? It's like I've seen some people like on the internet especially just like demonize the act of like having a conversation, which first of all, that's what I do. Is resident like spooky person. I demonize everything I touch. But second of all, it's like, you know, like why? Like there there's this post floating around on like I think Pinterest but it's like a screenshot from like Tumblr where it's like I can't believe some people only have conversations as a way of like, like, I can't believe some people enter conversations as a competition. And literally, someone replied to the post and was like, yeah, if it's, if you're not competing with the person, then what the fuck is the point? And it's like, I see, I see that happening, like, IRL, and it's like, why? I, I don't know how to fix it, but it's like, what if it wasn't there? What if these boundaries weren't there? You know what I mean? And it's going to take a lot more work than some fucking hick with a podcast. Right. But it's just like, I want people to feel safe having those conversations. And I think even if I can have like the slightest sliver of it by like talking about the possibility of people talking about more serious things in kind of a jokey way, I, they you know, I think that would be a good thing. It's just like, you know, if you don't want to be in a relationship with your partner, you should be able to talk to them. If you need to reach out to your friends for help, you should be able to talk to them. You know what I mean? That's just something I think about like all the fucking time. And so um, I just, you know, I think, I think it's important. And instead, you know, and it's coming from me. It's coming from, like, funny guy that brushes everything under the rug, me. And I'm not great. And I'm not saying that I'm, like, perfect at having conversations. Like, obviously, a lot of what I do is through a comedic or at least trying to be comedic lens where it's like I will say very pointed things and I will be very open about things that have happened to me in the piece but I will specifically do it through the lens of like shock comedy or that sort of thing or gross out comedy or like it's funny because of how blunt I'm being like that sort of thing or dark comedy I would it would take a lot for me to genuinely like say some things, and part of it's just how I am, but part of it's, and everybody's different, but part of it's, like, just, like, the act of having a serious conversation is so difficult, and then you add, like I was saying earlier, romantic shit on top of it, and it's, like, now I super can't have a serious conversation, but at the same time, why? Everyone deserves to be in a partnership where, like, they feel the most safe, that you deserve to feel safe with your partner, like, you know what I mean? Like, not to be, like, an ass, but, like, you do. Like, I, you know, I, well, we're in over an hour. I don't know if any of this made any sense. I'm really sorry. I've been thinking about it, like, recently, where, like, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to revolutionize podcasting, obviously. Like I said, I'm literally just a hick with, with a keyboard, right? Like, I'm just kind of an asshole. And I don't think I'm going to, like, really say anything that inspires any change or, like, you know, and I would like to, and I should. But, um, you know, I don't think I'm going to change the genre, you know, a a whole whole lot. You know, I don't think I'm going to, like revolutionized the podcasting for me and i've been thinking about it i'm like it'd be cool there is some shit i want to try but um you know i you know i'm not going to change hearts and minds in the day as much as i would like to but i do hope that if anybody listens to this even though this is probably one of the more slower paced dark-sided episodes which is a little less funny because it's just stream of consciousness you know i hope it helped a, a little like genuinely because like i don't want people to feel scared the Having conversations. I want people to be able to have those conversations in a partnership, and also like be a partner with somebody that you kind of like. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, it's gonna make soap opera suck. But um, oops. Oh well. Um. So yeah, this was meant to be uh, a big riff on the 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 stereotype that straight people don't talk to each other. But now I'm just like having an in depth conversation with myself about having in depth conversations with other people. About having conversation. I don't even fucking know where this went, but hey, I'm glad we got here. I'm glad we got to the end. I hope some of this made sense. I really do. Um, you know, I think some episodes I'm still trying to feel out how this podcast is gonna work specifically. And be, you know, because I'm still feeling it, it would obviously like some given the the fake that every episode is a different topic for the most part. Um, some of them might end up a little bit more, like, slower pace than others, and some of them might be more, like, high-intensity funny than others, and some of them are, like, me genuinely struggling to have a thought, which I think is kind of what was happening with this one, but, um, you know, maybe there's, like, the occasional, like, nugget of gold in there somewhere, maybe not gold, but, you know, nugget of, um, fool's gold, it's me, uh, so somewhere in there, occasionally, you know, stuff clock is right twice a day, I'm a smash clock, but you know, I still got hands and shit, numbers and whatever. You know, it's just my face is a little fucked up. I'm the butterface of stopped clocks. That's not right. That's not nice. But hey, thank you for listening. I do genuinely hope some of this made sense. Um, I it was meant to riff on, you know, but it, 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 here we are. So, um, I think this is definitely part of a conversation that that could be, you know, extended. And it sort of thing, and, uh, yeah, also, like, this is one of the earlier episodes, and the more episodes I ate, the more likely it is that people are just gonna start there, and just not ever make it to the earlier episodes anyway, so, cool, so, uh, this didn't have to be good anyway, but hey, thank you again for staying, I hope some of this made sense, I hope I helped a little bit, I know I didn't, but, <laughs> you know, and you don't have to be like, no, this was great, no, very helpful, very informative, it's not, this is literally just, I'm just, I'm half naked, I'm sitting here, and, like, my apartment is so fucking hot, my, it's fall, but, it's September, but, like, my air conditioner broke, and, like, it's very warm in here, so I'm in, like, my underwear and a tank top, I'm sitting on my bed, I'm balancing my computer on a fuzzy pillow, like, this is the, the least professional setup you've ever seen, and I wish I could, you know, do better, but it's kind of not the name of the show, is it? It, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be for an hour. But uh, thank you again for hanging out. Know, this was chill. This was cool. I think this is part of an ongoing conversation. Um, We'll see where the sun goes. But uh, I will not see you next time because um, audio medium. But you will hear from me next time. And I will not hear from you because one-sided conversation, as I said. But, you know, take the conversations out there into the world. You know what I mean? Fucking talk to your partner. Fucking break up with them if they fucking suck or if you're just not happy. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be happy. That's kind of the, the whole point of this episode. So I'm sorry it took us a minute and five. Sorry, an hour and five minutes to get here. But you deserve to be happy no matter what. And I won't see you next time. And I won't hear you next time. But you will hear me next time. So you'll hear me then. Bye, guys. Love you.